0: Good morning and welcome to prayers for your day. This is Danita and today is Wednesday, February the 16th, 2021. As always, I give thanks to God for you for what he is doing in your life and in the lives of your loved ones, the people, places and things that he has divinely connected you to for such a time as this. I want you to always remember This is your time. This is your season. You were made for today. (laughs) You were made for today. And I truly um, am thankful that I get the honor and the privilege to pray with you and for you, to give you an encouraging word, to talk about the word with you Monday through Friday between the hour of 7 a.m. and 8 a.m. It is my... um, It's my goal that we would grow together in Christ. I'm still growing, and I'm so thankful that uh, I don't know it all. Uh, I'll never know it all. I'm so thankful that God still sees fit to stretch me and to give me um, divine revelation and understanding and knowledge and insight according to the word of God, according to uh, my life according to how to be a, a better mother, a better friend, a better um, daughter, sister, employee. Well, you know, w- whatever it is, um, God is helping me to be better. It is through the Holy Spirit. I am learning to be better. And I thank God for that. Every day we open up our eyes. We should thank God that we have another day, another opportunity to get it right. A lot of people don't have and do not have um, the opportunity that we have today to set our lives in order to get our lives right with Christ. And I'm thankful that I have one more day, even if I don't see tomorrow, I have today to get it right. And so I, I bless God for that. On Wednesday, I tried to give you an encouraging word Um, talk a little bit about the word of God. We're reading about Samson and Delilah in the book of Judges as the Lord has given the revelation of protecting your anointing and how the anointing really is established before you're even born. We have to cultivate that anointing and God allows us to be with people who come alongside us to help us grow in that area. If we allow it to be so. Sometimes God will put people in our lives to test our anointing. Sometimes God will uh, put people in our lives to help us grow in that area, whatever that area may be. But no, it is God is sovereign. So whoever encounters your life, they have a purpose. Either they're teaching you how to be or how not to be. But nonetheless, God has allowed them in your life for a reason and because of that we rejoice because the bible says rejoice in the lord always again i say rejoice why because this is the will of god concerning you it's concerning you and i so it might not be the will that god has for someone else but the bible says that this is the will of god concerning me, whatever, whatsoever state you are in, know that this is the will of God concerning you, whether it's his permissive will or his perfect will, because we love God. And because we are called according to his purpose, it's still working out. I'm going to have to say that it is still working out for your good. I know you don't see it. You may not even believe it. It it doesn't feel good. Sometimes it downright hurts. Can I be honest? Sometimes it downright hurts. But you know what? We have to resolve within ourselves that this is, it's still the will of God concerning me. And it's still working out towards my good. If I can just have you repeat that right there, it's still working out for my good. It's still working out for your good. All right. Today in Judges chapter 16, uh, as I was looking at the passage, meditating on the passage and the word of God, uh, at the very beginning, it tells us that Samson went to spend the night with a prostitute the bible uses the word prostitute okay so i don't think he went to spend the night with a prostitute just because they were gonna have you know a conversation you know we know why people go to spend nights and you know with prostitutes now here's the thing though As we talk about protecting your anointing, protecting our anointing, we can see at the very beginning of this chapter that Samson's, well, I'm not even going to say at the very beginning of this chapter. We could see it really with his first wife, right? The one that ended up, uh, she ended up dying at the hands of the rulers of the Philistines because of uh, what Samson did to now he killed several uh, Philistines. They end up coming back and, and killing her and her father. But we could see that Samson's judgment, right? He's easily manipulated, it, it, even though he he has uh, strength and he has a purpose, right, for his life. He still doesn't have it all together. And sometimes when we talk about the anointing, we forget. That even though people are anointed to do what they do, they're still people, right? They're still a person who is anointed, but yet they're still a person. As individuals, even anointed people are tempted. Even anointed people fall short. Even anointed people mess up, right? Don't put people who you may deem anointed or even yourself who is anointed on a pedestal. People will disappoint you every time. And the Bible tells us have no confidence in the flesh. We are flesh. That doesn't mean that I don't love you. That doesn't mean that I don't think you're going to do great things. That doesn't mean that I don't think you're anointed. What it means is that I understand that you're a human being. What it means is that I understand that you're not perfect. I'm imperfect. You're imperfect. And we're two imperfect people living in an imperfect world. So that means we got to make a lot of room for grace. Even though you may be anointed to preach, even though you may be anointed to pray, even though you may be anointed with the different gifts, right? You're still a human being. So we've got to understand that about Samson. Samson had an assignment. And in that assignment, right, his judgment was cloudy, so he goes spends the night with the prostitute, right? He gets up in the middle of the night, gets with the Philistines, uh, does some damage there, right? And so again, now he, you know, it, it does. It, it says he doesn't even spend the whole night with the prostitute. He gets up in the middle of the night, probably gets wind that the Philistines are are coming to to deal with him right remember he killed a thousand of them and and then did a little song afterwards but the key here about that as we talk about this is that when we talk about protecting our anointing we have to be very cautious about who we get into relationship with so here he is he had a moment with the prostitute Right. The Philistines came. He got up in the middle of the night in his strength. You know, he carried down the it says like the city hall. I can't read the read it right now in front of me. So I'm going off of memory. But nonetheless, it goes on to say that later on, he fell in love with a woman named Delilah. First time I caught this, y'all, the Bible says that he fell in love with Delilah. It never says that they fell in love. It never says that Delilah loved him back. It says that he fell in love with Delilah. What that tells me is that a lot of times we want to be around other people. And even though other people may entertain us, it doesn't mean that other people feel the same way about us that we feel about them. So in that, we have to be that much more aware when we are anointed, when we have a gift uh, from God that God has given us to do damage in the kingdom. And we know that here Samson had a gift of strength that would cause damage to the Philistines because they were rulers over Um, the children over the people of Israel. So when we know that we have been anointed with a gift from heaven to do damage, we have to be careful about who we choose, who we choose to be in relationship with. Because once Samson fell in love with Delilah and the Bible never says that she loves Samson, Then he allowed himself to be vulnerable to her. You might say, well, Danita, what's wrong with being vulnerable? You're supposed to be vulnerable when you love somebody. You are, as long as it's reciprocal. It's reciprocated. See, if I love you and you love me, it's it's all good. Then we're to be vulnerable to each other. But if I love you, and you don't love me, and I'm being vulnerable, I don't know what I might have opened myself up to. Do you, are you following me? So here, Samson, with his anointed self, fell in love with Delilah, but yet he still did not recognize that when Delilah started, because the Philistines' rulers went to her, just like they went to his first wife asking in this well in this case the first case samson was asking them about the riddle in this case they want to know how was samson so strong and so when she went and she kept going and she kept going and she kept going right samson didn't pick up that every time i tell this woman something the Philistines are trying to do me harm. And I think the reason why he didn't pick it up was because it said that Samson fell in love with a woman named Delilah. Sometimes, even when a person is anointed, they will miss it because of the love that they have for someone else. Have you ever been in love with someone so much that you didn't realize that they were using you? Have you ever been in love with someone or loved them so much that you didn't realize that they were your Judas? There was a Judas here, Delilah, before there was a Judas. You know, have you ever been in love with someone so much that you didn't realize that as much as you tried to appease them, they still were out to, to cause harm and to do you harm? See, for me, the key is this. Even though you are anointed, even though you have the authority that God has given you, you have to continue to pray for the spirit of discernment. Samson loved Delilah. So even though she was coming and asking him something, right? He didn't pick up even though the Philistines was trying everything that he told her. The Philistines were trying it. He it's like he didn't put two and two together don't we can never think that we are that anointed that we won't miss it we can never think that we're that anointed or or we're so this and that that we cannot fall uh that no one can knock us off our square so to speak we can never think that we're uh that anointed that we won't get manipulated into doing some things or saying some things that we never thought that we would do don't let love cost your anointing don't let love put you in a position to lose your anointing you have to protect your anointing at all costs That means don't enter into relationships where they're not reciprocated. Samson was doing all the giving, giving of information, right? Why? Because he loved Delilah. Don't love another person more than you love God. I told God a long time ago, Lord, whatever relationship. You allow me to be in, let him love you more than he loves me. And I say that because if a man loves God, or if a woman loves God more than they love you, they're not going to put you in situations that you can't come that you can't come out of. And we know that the situation that Delilah put him in was a situation he couldn't recover from. In fact, we know it cost him his life. Did it? Was he still able to fulfill the purpose that God had for his anointing? Absolutely. Was that the way that God wanted him to do it? Was that God's perfect will or was that God's permissive will? I don't know. But I know he was still able to fulfill God's ultimate purpose. When you continue to read on, it said that Samson killed more Philistines that day than he had previously. Could he have killed more? Possibly. Find someone. Surround yourself with people who love God more than they love gossiping. Who love God more than they love uh, sexual immorality, who love God more than they love lying, who love God more than they than they love being mean or evil or or mistreatment of others. Find someone who loves God more than they love you. Because I'm telling you, when a person truly has fallen in love with God, I don't care what anybody says, regardless of how they feel about you, they will know that they are held to a higher level of accountability and they'll move different because of that. Somebody told me a long time ago, well, I want somebody to love me for me, not necessarily love me because they love God. Well, everybody's entitled to their own opinion. I do want a person to love me for me. I do. But I want them to love God first. Because in truly loving God, it's much easier for me to look past other people's faults, even though I have them, right? I don't hold other people more accountable because I know God doesn't hold me more accountable. I can give people grace because I understand that God gives me grace i can forgive others because I know that God has forgiven me so much so see when you love god more you understand your relationship with him and your relationship with him allows you to be better in other relationships because you know how good he's been to you how kind he's been to you how long suffering he's been to you how gracious he's been to you how loving he's been to you see when when you understand that you can help, but to to do other people the same way because you know your father has done that for you. Protect your anointing with the people you surround yourself with. And remember, the Bible says that bad company corrupts good character. When Samson fell in love with Delilah, right? He entered into bad company. Remember that. Love you all. Have an awesome day. Bye-bye.